Chilly outside, beautiful sunny day, but chilly. And this is Brooklyn, New York. J-Root Radio, jrootradio.com, J-Root and the apps. And uh, 712-432-4217, 712-432-4217, and 718 718-506-9099, 0690997185069099 and this is Albert Aminim the four of a kind uh, show of uh, 
you know, trying to put something in our life, love and caring and connection to our, our creator, Kadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, so, uh, as usually we're starting this show is Lilu Nishmat, Lilu Nishmat, Arav Rafael Ben Yeshua Alevi, Arav Steinman, Arav Michael Khalifa Ben Khalu Rachel, Minimni, and, uh, what do you call it once again? Genendel, Sarah Bachmur Lev. We have also one second, just I lost the number, the, the names, but okay. Meir Yitzchak Ben Avraham, Tinoket Avigail Bat Lilian, Lea Lilian, and Kol Shekhne Afar, and I just have the names of uh, the mother of Ayan Amram, I just find, not find it right now. Bezad Hashem will find it. So this is Lilu Kol Nishmat Kol Lot Shekhne Afar, Tien Shmatam Tzor Betzor Chaim, Amen. We have also Refua Shlema, Refua Tanefesh, Refua Deguf to all the people uh, that need it. We are now also Mazal Tov, Mazal Tov to all the people celebrating uh, Bar Mitzvot, Britot, uh, engagement, wedding, everything, you know. Mazal Tov, Mazal Tov, you know, this, uh, so Baruch Hashem, this three weeks, up to Pesach is loaded with smachot, especially wedding. So I wish all the people that really send me an invitation, Bezat Hashem, I'll try to be there. Even it will be tough. Sometimes I get two, three invitations at night. Baruch Hashem. So I just uh, apologize if I'm not coming. So Mazal Tov to all, all of you guys. And Bezat Hashem, uh, that you will establish a kosher om. Um, Bait Kasher Vayudi and raise a children Benachat and everything Beruah Hashem Toda Bezad Hashem my my blessing to all of Israel. As you know, this uh, you know this weeks now right now we are in a marathon to uh, Pesach after uh, we we had a marathon we just finished marathon of Purim marathon of Mishloch Hamanot marathon of preparing and Matanot Levionim all these uh, things that uh, every Jewish this is what he call it every Jewish family just occupied with all these good chasadim good things that happened to us it's unbelievable to see that how good uh, the people uh, you know acting and behave and it's to see the chesed and I really apologize to people that I didn't I uh, basically I couldn't bring the, the tradition and Mishlochem are not like normally every every year this year I wasn't on you know on the best of uh, you know physical uh, a little bit uh, cold so I I did my obligation but the rest of them are not still sitting in my car and in the office here in the studio and in the, uh, the radio and the house <laughs> and hopefully we'll give it to the yeshivot <laughs> the sugar rush is climbing up and get rid of all the chametz before Pesach <laughs> this is uh, one of the mission of my wife so we're coming to the this moment now that uh, we have like uh, what do you call it three weeks before Pesach or something like this and everybody just running and gushing trying to 
to do something before Pesach, to clean the houses, to purchase the food. And it's a big, big, I would say, uh, obligation, big burden uh, on, as a matter of finance to the people that need it. On the other hand, you have some people that are uh, uh, very nice, just taking the easy ride out and basically go to a hotel, go away. Uh, <laughs> for me, it's not quite, it's, it's not option. I tell you the truth, and uh, I think for my family, I think that this, even it's, it seems like very tough. It seems like it is. I, I couldn't replace any seder night outside of my house or outside of my, my family. I don't know. It, people tell me that it's great. People tell me that it's, they enjoy it and it's a bit, but I, when I think about it, that you go in the seder that, you know, I don't know how many hundreds of people together could be the, but think about the other people behind the scene. The thinking, thinking about the chef, the kitchen workers, think about these waiters, think about all these people that don't have this holiday, and they're doing it for Parnassah. And uh, I feel I feel sorry about it. I feel sorry that we we don't consider you know them as as a human, even as a human. I I I met one guy that he did it one year, and he told me Nisim. This is the first and the last time that I'm going to do this. I didn't have a seder. I didn't have any days before and days after. Because you have to serve, I don't know, 1,500 people. And he is, is an opposite chef. And he told me that I didn't, I didn't have nothing. Just basically running and people don't have the patience to wait. To, you know, just, you have to just serve. The matzah, the chaoset, all this, prepare everything to imagine yourself to 1500 people. There's no way that you can even thinking about Yetziad Mitzrayim, thinking about it, and everybody is demanding his food in the right time and in the right spot, you know. Not meaning that if you want to serve 1500 people, you need like, like, at least, at least, uh, 500 waiters, so I don't know, this, Running back and forth, and the food, and the, I don't, wow, what a mess. Sorry, uh, to blow the balloon, and I'm saying, I'm saying, this is my point of view. This is my, uh, I would say, idea about Pesach with outside of the house, and beside this, beside this, that really, you know, I, I understand the point of view that you, you know, yeah, the wives and the children get, re, you know, a little bit vacation, and not working so hard in the kitchen. You can do, but think about other people. Think about other people that serving you. And beside this, I would say that if you have this amount of money to help, uh, and this, I would say that uh, we spoke about it in the Kashrut uh, shows with Rabbi Wickler. Put a 10% of you spending to the poor people. This year, as the numbers right now coming to the conclusion of the how much Amisel spending on Pesach, it's rich. The, the, I think, if I'm correct, about between the five to six hundred million dollar. Imagine yourself: ten percent go to the poor people. 
היא לא ראה או ישיבות או אברכים. It's very sad to talk about it and see that today we have here and here and in other parts of the world still people that barely making the months, barely paying the electricity. And I'm not talking about purchasing a new shoes or a new suit or a new clothing to the wife, to the, you know, something that's very, very tough to understand. And when you understand other sides, Many times, many times we forget where we're coming. I remember that a few years, a few years ago, uh, when we, uh, Jerut, Jerut has, you know, the, the, the food pantry for Pesach and, uh, with helping of med counseling and the, the Shuk of Mil Basin and other people that, uh, uh, helping us to achieve, uh, to give food. To certain families that need it, and uh, I approached some organization that collect a lot of money, and I, I told them, listen, maybe, maybe instead of giving hundred pound of potato and two hundred dozen of of uh, you know eggs. And other stuff, maybe you put a small, together with this, reduce the amount of these eggs and potato and matzah that uh, we, 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 there's some, some family as still as the matzah from two years ago. Because, or potatoes that just go rotten after, after a month. Maybe you put a small envelope with a couple, with a couple hundred dollars, with, with few dollars that the, The mother can go and purchase herself something or purchase to her child or maybe pay a bill that she need to pay bill. And everybody was screaming at me and just say, what are you talking about? We're giving only food. This is not, I'm telling you, okay, uh, I, I, I'm not in, in the position to tell you what to do with your money. I'm not in the position to, that's, I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking to myself only. And hopefully one day, uh, we will have the money also to give to the people to enjoy, to, to pay some bills, to pay this right now. We need, <laughs> J-Red Radio right now, uh, stuck with, with a big, big debt, big, big, huge debt. And we need every penny, but this is nothing, uh, to do with Pesach. And with Pesach, we're trying to do, uh, as usual, uh, giving food to the families. You know, I don't know if you remember that three and four years ago and five years ago, we opened a free supermarket. Basically, we opened a store that people can come and took food for themselves. And I know, I know that was people um, upset about it because some people didn't deserve to take it. But I'm not going to, ta- to talk about this. And I'm not going to, to judge people that I feel, I feel sorry for those people that took food that they didn't, they, they couldn't afford, they could afford and took it from themselves. But this is really the stupidity of them. And I'm not going to judge them about it. Okay. So back, uh, back to the, our, our program, uh, you know, to the, the regular topics in Parashat Shavua, the segment of the Torah of the Shavua. This, this, this week was, we had, uh, 
two parashiyot, Vaikal Pekudeh, and we add a parashat para, aduma, that uh, the red cow, I would add, the, the red cow, we call the red calf. And this is like, um, things, what we learn is, what we, what we bringing to ourselves from this, uh, uh, segment of the Torah, what is all about, and I know that, uh, smarter than me, and Chachamim many, and knowledge, more knowledge me that, uh, speaking about it, the connection between, um, Paraduma and cleaning and all this. I wanted to, to do basically to talk about one thing on this two parashiot. This is something that it's coming. Last week we talked about the Shabbat, and the Shabbat was in Parashat. Uh, basically Shabbat is all mentioned almost every parasha and every, every segment of the Torah. And it's, the question, why it's so, and now in the middle of the, the government, uh, uh, instruction, we have this Shabbat again. And I know that our sages talking, this is to teach us about the 39 melachot, the 39 things that we are not allowed to do in Shabbat, even it's supposed to be a Torah of the holiness, building the Mishkan, building the temple. But this is, we're learning from this. But, beside this, things, what is all about Shabbat? Really, you know, that's something that is a person that I was on the other side, and I... I grew, but let's say that I grew with a tradition uh, family that kept Shabbat. But in Israel, is the borderline has become like evaporate. You know, no no fences. Basically, uh, people doing kiddush and then uh, looking the open the TV. Um, people are just coming coming up and go to the shul, driving to the shul. And it's, it's something that, uh, it's something that, uh, I would say, bringing, bre- breaking the unity and understanding what is, what is all about to be a, a Jew, a religious Jew and a Shabbat. Because nobody told you, uh, and when you learn, when you learn about Shabbat, nobody tell you that Shabbat is the, basically is the the agreement between us and the Creator. The Creator give us this day only to us, only to the Jewish people, as as a as a deal. You keep your deal, I keep my deal. Uh, and and if we don't keep the deal, basically you basically you breaking the contract between me and you. And I don't have any obligation to keep you alive. And basically to keep you out inside this holy and unique and royal family. We don't understand because you know, we, I, I, I grew, I, I understand, I, when I was in the university, you know, when you come to the, the army, to the university, or you see Shabbat, you know, for me Shabbat was like, you know, go to enjoy yourself. What do you mean to enjoy yourself? And, you know, you go, go. Take the car, driving. Unfortunately, we we didn't know nothing better than this. Driving, go to the beach, go to see that, and and said, you know, were you thinking that all our hachamim, our sages, you know, talking, you know, they don't understand. In those days, used to take it to rocks to make a fire, and right now, 
It's easy. You don't need a match. You don't even need to do a match. You have a lighted stick and open a fire. It's not working. We just get a brainwash from the media, from the, the, I would say the conservative movement and the reforms that it's okay. Don't do it. Don't you go, you, you go to, and I know until today in Tel Aviv and in other parties, even in Manhattan, you have some shuls that basically, and I, I would say all over the world, shuls that have valet parking. The rabbi is basically said, you know what? If you you want you want to come to come the, come with the car and uh, and enjoy the services of the you know our temple for Shabbat Saturday services and we come with and we don't understand what is what what happened here because it seems like so natural so so you know yeah Shabbat in the minute that I start I don't know in a minute but it took me a while to understand. And to realize what is it to be a really a fru- uh, observing Jew, trying to be observing Jew, trying to be proud of this unit. And I found that basically the, the basic and the root of all the Judaism is the Shabbat. Shabbat is unbelievable present from the creator to us as a precious day and this is the source of all the blessing to all Am Israel to all of us and the, our, our sages say that if we keep two Shabbatot in a row basically that all Am Israel we're just getting the, the Mashiach immediately Unfortunately, it's not happened yet. Uh, but uh, let's talk about it, you know. And I want I want to tell a, a story that I have probably heard many times. This this story uh, about Mesirut Nefesh, about caring about Shabbat, you know. And and I have thousands of these kind of stories. And you know, every book, every every book about our sages, about our people, simple people that basically. Gave the lives to keep Shabbat. To keep Shabbat, you know. And you, you you don't know up to a kind of details that these people. It's just popping in my head the story about the lady that uh, was accused by the Nazis about something she didn't do. And the tribune of her, the court of her was in Shabbat. And she could say just, you know, she just could say that, uh, that she is not guilty. And that's it. And she didn't open her mouth. And the court decided to, to, to basically prosecute her and death sentence and before they left and asked her why you didn't spoke and she said I know that the judge is the, the, this so called the, the court uh, was building the Nazis used to do make funny or no no that they make a court from a Jewish people the judges was Jewish 
and the Nazi was the observers. And she told, she said, I know that the court are Jewish people, and I didn't want them to be Mechalel Shabbat and writing what I'm going to say. Amazingly. You know, up to giving the soul, you know, I'm talking about stories that people, you know, and, and you know, this, I know that I heard, we heard these stories many times. I don't remember his name, but a person it come from Europe in the, in the 1920s, you know, the recession time that no food, no working, no nothing. And people start was basically try to keep their job on, you know, like, like holding this, what they call it by the, the, the fingernails, just keep that they have job. That's something that they can, uh, you know, pay the bill, the rents and the food. And this, this rabbi come to America. And every job that he was run, starting Sunday working over there, come Friday, he told his boss, listen, tomorrow I'm not coming. I said to the boss, tell him, I'm sorry, don't come even Sunday. And this is running like months. No, these kids said, well, Abba, what going on to be? What going to be? I said, don't worry. And one day he saw and and Ed in the newspaper, they're looking for a job six days a week and you can change, you can, you can basically choose your day off. He was so happy. He just grabbed the newspaper, the classified, you know, cut it off, run to the place. It was a big building in Manhattan. And, uh, come to the building, you know, he took his, his nice clothing, you know, I thought, oh wow, it's, it's amazingly. And come to the, Porter over at the, at the receptionist. They said, "I come to the, to work this job." And the guy looked at him and said, and "Even just smile." Said, "Are you sure?" He said, "Yes." Okay, okay. So go to the elevator, and they ask what kind of floor to go up. He said, "No, no, no. You go down. You're going to the basement rats." Then I said, but he, he went down, he said, he came, went down to the basement, he said, hello, hello, you know, a dark basement, uh, basically no air to breathe over there. And people that knows what is mean, uh, basement in this building, believe me, it's, it's really not nice. And I'm talking about not now that we have the, the, all this kind of electric, uh, flashlight and all this. Those days in the twenties, barely as, as light bulbs over there. And he, until he get his eye get his eyes get used to the darkness, and he says, "Oh, some some people standing black, uh, all the clothing blacks." And they said, "Yeah, what do you want?" And they told him, "I come to work." What are you crazy? You old, you old man. You cannot survive here. I said, "I come to work. I need this work." He's asking why you need the work. This work can find another job. This work has allowed me to choose one day off, and I choose Shabbat. I make it short, you know, and, and starting working over there, and the dust of the coal, again, if people don't, I, I hope that nobody uh, experienced this, but it's really something that you cannot breathe, this dust of the coal. In those days, the building uh, used to get it in the winter and at water, so a huge boilers that running on a coal. 
now President Trump basically want to open the, the coal miners again, uh, just to give uh, more en- energy in, in the United States. But this is, this is something is like it's coal. It's look like, like as a small rocks and black, the dust that it's create and the heat that it's really barely can breathe. I know that one time I had to clean some kind of, uh, uh, storage of coal. It was really, you know, you just touching the, you, you just come close, you become black. Anyway, so he come over there, he start working over there, and he said, you know, I cannot, it seems like I cannot hold it. I cannot hold it anymore. But he, the Shabbat, keep him alive over there, and he continue, and suddenly, from nowhere, the door of the elevator opened, and the three guys over there standing with a beautiful suits and all this seems like the very rich, wealthy people. They don't, the, there's people in the elevator cannot see because it's dark and pitch dark over there. They cannot see something inside. They said, okay, let, well, what are we doing here? It's, it's mistakes. So suddenly they, they heard some noise. They said, wait, wait, wait a minute. We, we heard some noise here. And they hold the door and they saw these guys working over there, these basement rats. That was the nickname of them. And as they look over there, they see the tzitzit of this Jewish person. Again, they look again, and it's again, it's the tzitzit. So they called him. I said, listen, hey, Jew boy, what are you doing here? I said, I'm working. So they put him in an elevator, start questioning him. And he said, uh, the only place that I can work in Shabbat, uh, with, I'm not, I cannot, and I can take a Shabbat off. You know, this is, this, and, and this, those people was the owners of, one of them was the owner of the building, and he decided to took him up to his office. He saw this is a smart man, is, is honest person, and above all, is willing to give his life to not working on Shabbat. Amazingly, amazingly, this uh, later, later become very rich and, uh, but shows that first of all, show the Ashgacha Pratit of Akadosh Baruch Hu, the master, you know, the, he, he doesn't leave you. If you're really doing something from you, all your art, everything will be okay. Everything. The, this, the things of what the timing of this elevator and all this time shows us that nothing is coincidence. Everything is like timing and everything that's just trial, the trial, the same, the trial of Avraham Avinu just stood up in front of his son and just take this, the, 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 the sword or the, the machelet to slaughter his son and stop. Get right right now, basically, trial us, testing us, how good we are, how we, how we really believe on him. And at the other end, he gave us the reward. Unfortunately, today, 
And I'm telling you from my personal point of view or my personal life, I didn't understand it. I didn't know that what is all about Shabbat. And I can tell you today, my my biggest fight or my biggest uh, things is to, in Shabbat, is trying to connect myself to the true Shabbat, to the brilliant, is it, to this connect myself from all the, the daily routine, daily businesses, daily uh, difficulties, and it's tough. Shamor at Yom HaShabbat, you know, Shamor, keep the Yom HaShabbat, and our sages said, Shamor, to keep is inside your art. Vaviv Shamar at Adavar, and he kept it in his art. And this is very tough. But, it's a, as, as Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman said, and if, if you succeed to basically overcome, you power the, the machshava, the thinking about the bad stuff, it's considered like you gaining the positive from the mitzvah. I would say this, this is something unbelievable. I'm telling you, I know, I know today, I know today, I don't want, I hope that God wouldn't put me in a trial like this and a, and a test like this. But, uh, it's most of us, the people that basically become Baalet Shuva wouldn't work on Shabbat and wouldn't maybe mechalel Shabbat for millions of dollars for, for everything, you know. It's, and keep learning Alachot Shabbat, the laws of Shabbat, because we, again, we don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. And as, as the biggest rabbi said, if people don't, if you, if, if we didn't have the Alachot Shabbat, we had to stand up and basically not to do nothing, to put our hand in a pocket. And basically afraid to do any, any movement. What is a Shabbat? The source of the energy, the source of blessing to all the days of the week. As the Zohar said, Shabbat is like the art, giving you supplies, all the blood and all the oxygen to the, all the part of the body. You know, if you take your, our body and you call it, you know, you, you take it and divide it to what you call a nefesh, ruach, neshama, and all this stuff. You take, take the, the, the word rosh, rosh, the head, and live the heart and the clayot, and the kidneys. Basically, take the last letters over there. Of rosh is shin, and the lev is bet, and the clayot is tough, and basically shabbat. Shabbat is basically inside our body, inside this, even you don't see it, but this is, this is, this is the Shabbat. And you have a lot of, I know, things that around us that just talking about Shabbat. We have to appreciate that God gave us this, you know, He didn't give it to the Goim. He said, Beni Ubencha, between you and me. A goy that basically keeps Shabbat is, is not allowed. And a person that not keeps Shabbat, basically, a Jewish person, is karet, is, is motumat. 
so pity that we don't understand it. We don't, you know, we grew up and, you know, in a society that basically, uh, dismissed and make mockery and fun about our Chachamim, our, our Rabbanim, and said this, this rabbi get up in the morning, decided they're not allowed to get, to cut a piece of paper. This rabbi is, is get up and is like, like, because we didn't know how it's working as how the halachot. When you open halacha of, of Rabbi, uh, over there, Sev, Zechonovacha, or the other Rabbanim, and you see that it's not something that he get up in the morning and decided not to cut a, rip a piece of paper or just do use a diaper like this or use, don't use the car or something like this, don't, don't open the switch of electricity. It's coming with thousands of years of knowledge. And running from the, the mission, from the Torah Shebaal Peh, Torah Shebaal everything. It's not simple. Because when you're ignorant, so you're ignorant. You think that you know something. But when you start learning, you know that you don't know nothing. And uh, this is something that I, and I coming not to do things that we're talking about. The human nature, human, you know, human behave. And you see, in our, for example, in our political situation right now, all over the world and everything that the media make mockery and fun about some certain ideas or some, because they don't want to listen. You know, I, I saw, I saw a m- movement of so-called liberal um reform people, you know, that the students that running all over and shouting fascism and dictatorship and all this blah, 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 saw a, a slogans. And when somebody just approached them and talk to want to talk to them about the situation, Suddenly it's, uh, disappear. The fascism come to the liberal and the liberal start attacking, attacking and, and basically, uh, even, even raise hands and beating the other side. And where is the tolerance? Where is the tolerance? You know, I'm telling you, I'm telling you from my, my experience again that I'm coming, I'm coming from, uh, a very, very uh, wide, uh, university society that uh, everybody was like, I consider the, the, the life of the animals and the, 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 the cat that get hurt and, and when you talk with them and they're very knowledgeable person, people in the math and physics and the architectures and, the, and designs, very, very smart people. My friends. And when you come to reach the point that you talking with them about religious or talking about conservatives, uh, or, or, you know, uh, the idea of being different from their point of view is no way you're not existing. Oh, that uh, you know, some people saying, "Oh, you, you, somebody, somebody, uh, brainwash you." Oh no, and that uh, you went to this kind of uh, seminar, and I said, "I'm sorry, I wasn't in these seminars, and I wanted in and other places." Just open your eyes. But God, many times. Don't let them to see the truth. They don't have the privilege or the merits to see the truth. This is very sad. 
Really, that's something that I feel sorry about my friends, about people that I grew up and I say that, you know, come on, take a look. See what's wrong, what's going around you. See the history. See what happened to the, all this movement, for example, like, like, that to come with a great ideas, like, you know, no, communism, uh, socialism, that was equal part on this. What happened to this? All the regime become like corrupted and they don't care about the people. They care, they care about their peoples. They, uh, they care about only their chairs and stuff like this. Look what happened to this, a uh, movement, Mendelssohn movement, you know, this, uh, I'm talking about the Jewish side now. That what happened to these families that started up? All these people that was from or observing Jew, and not not slowly, quickly evaporate, quickly just coming out and disappear from the world as as a Jewish people. Look at the history. Look at how, Look at the children of. The people that create that there was, and I don't know what they create. Creating that, I would say that it's, it's a big name for them because I don't think that they created the Jewish state. There was part of the of the independent um, uh, of the Israeli uh, state. What happened to their children? What happened? How many of them just basically? Discontinue or disconnect themselves from the Jewish life. And the only reason that we have now Israel or, or we have the right to stay in Israel state is because we are Jewish. This is the only thing. And if what it means to be a Jewish is not meaning that to say the end and the end in your ID, the Jewish born to a Jewish mother. This is not today. Unfortunately, I would say that from all this, I don't know, 12 million Jews, 18 million Jews, maybe, maybe, uh, according to all the statistics, we have maybe a 1 million, I would say to give the benefit of the doubt, a 1 million observing Jews that consider, according to the halacha, a real Jew. And that's why, that's why, yeah, this station, we are trying to, to put it, uh, you know, straight ahead to the people that really want to learn, people that want to investigate. Don't just, you know, be lazy and say, you know what, okay, I'll check it tomorrow, I'll check it out. Check it today. Check the numbers. Check what are going over with your, with your children. You know, I remember I had an interview with one of the journalists here and he asked me about this and I asked him about, about what, what happened to me that I come back, uh, to Judaism. And I try, I explained him. And I asked him, what do you think about if your child bring you now an un-Jewish lady? And he couldn't answer me. He told me it would be painful. So I asked him, did you try to prevent it? Did you send your child to even to Sunday school to, to learn something? Did you go to the, to the synagogue once a year? Not even. People screaming, people screaming, I'm Jew and anti-Semitic and all this stuff, all these slogans. And don't know what is to be a Jewish. Because they don't want to look into it. And I'm telling you, I was, I was the one of them. I was one of them that I thought I know something. 
I thought I'm going to graduate university. I have a degree. I know what you know. And I learned this. I learned this. I know I was traveling with all this kind of a religious. And suddenly I found myself that I don't know nothing. And this is something that's really amazing to come and to push our agenda, I would say, to, to keep our life, you know, because the Holocaust, the real Holocaust is right now what happened now in, in America, in Israel. The assimilation numbers is tremendous. People that don't know, people don't know what it's all about to be Jewish. And at the end, I tell you, I'm proud to say that uh, our yeshivot is full of guys and learning and trying to learn and try to keep our status as a Jewish people. You know, if we have this kind of uh, kind of stuff to learn, we are we we would definitely definitely working and bringing all of us closer and closer to the Creator and. Uh, to our our Jewish fellow or Jewish brother, Jewish sister, coming close to this. Now we have we have uh, the option, the big option now to do it in Pesach. And Pesach, Lela Seder, the night of the Seder, it's one of the best occasion to bring people close to us and to to teach them what is all about. What is the the significant of about let us say the, 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 the order, the night of the order, I would say that we make, we're making an order of it. Everything is by order. Everything is by done, uh, according to the plans and everything and the explanation about it. But over there, you have one chapter that talking about when we sitting together with the four different people, Basically, four different people. It could be the, the four different personality in yourself, or you have four guests. That one of them is like the Rasha, the mean person, the mockery, the person that make fun about everything. What is this? What is what you sitting here and learning and eating matzot, this dry food, and you have to eat it at a certain time. You have to do this maror, all this uh, symbolize and all this stuff. What is this? And the other one is the one that is smart and the one that don't know how to ask, ask question and one that is naive, I would say the naive person that, again, this is the option to represent ourselves and to teach them. And nobody tell you, throw out this mean person from your table. Just answer him, talk with him. And maybe, and pray for him. Maybe you will understand eventually when you see the sincerity and the real um, serious approach to ourselves. Because, you know, as as we learn about the Kuzari, was the, the story that Abiy uh, Udalavi uh, just wrote it, and it's talking about that the king that asked the religious people. To, rep- to basically represent their religious, it was the Islam, the Christianity, and Judaism. And asked, they asked them, convince me to turn to be 
you're religious. And the Christians said, oh, my God, create the world, the sun and the moon and all this. And the, the Christian, the, the Muslim exactly the same. My son, and he sent the Muhammad as, as a representative on the earth and, and the Christians said to send the JC and the, and the, uh, on the earth. And the Jewish person come and I told him, my God took us from Egypt. Wow. The king looked at him like crazy. What do you compare? What is it? Their God created the sun, the moon, all the stars and everything. And you got took from Egypt. What do you mean? So the Jewish answer, I'm not talking about what my God can do, what my God did or not, but I want to do that to say that I have a 600,000 witnesses that being participate on this process of being free from uh, slavery. 600,000 adults without children, without ladies, and without Erev other people that joined them. Talking about three million people that saw the miracles that happened in Egypt. And some people said, you know what, maybe this is a boy by myself, the stories that uh, happened and wrote in the, in the Bible and the Torah. So you can go to look in the archaeology in Egypt and you find evidence about everything that happened to our nation over there. You can open the, the History Channel and look at the movie, The Exodus. That basically shows evidence that everything that happened in the Torah as 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 evidence in Egypt. Amazingly, amazing, one of the best. But this is to to teach us that nothing that but and the king was you know said, okay. That's why we as the Jewish people mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim every day at least twice. This is to remind us that we had something to know. It's not a, a religious. Our religious is not a religious, I would say. It's a way of life. To be a Jewish person, it's a way of life. It's not I believe. I know. I know that God is existing. I know that we are the, the part of God's life. I know this. It's we have, we have, 600,000 adults that basically participate and witnesses this time, this slavery, that freedom from slavery. And we didn't took over Egypt. If it was another, another, let's say that it was another revolutionary, like, like if Moses wanted to be, Moshe wanted to take over Egypt, he could do it very easily. Unbelievable. Because the, the Egyptian, he was so powerful after this, the, the ten makot, he could just take over, take over the Pharaoh and stay over there and become, uh, in Egypt. But he didn't. He followed the instruction. The seder, the order. In the last parashat, when the parashat this Vaikal Pikudi, all the time, you know, you hear it, 
כאשר ציווה השם את משה, כאשר ציווה השם, exactly the same what God command משה that we did. This is the order. These are things that we just, we follow instruction. We don't have a shortcut. We don't do it. This is to be a Jewish person. It's not to follow. You have to understand that you cannot make shortcuts to be a Jewish, uh, what do you call it, observing Jew and trying to be a shortcut. To be observing is to go fully. Exactly what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did. And we have our Chachamim, we have our sages to listen to them. Be'ezrat Hashem, we'll see the Besorot of what, you know, that only because of this. And we see that our, our people would follow in the instruction and teaching our, our, our children and grand-grandchildren to, to follow this. And soon we'll be with Masayot Besorot of what, you know, this month of Chodesh Nisan is Chodesh Bnei Yisrael Nigalnu. And Be'chodesh Nisan Nigael, Shuv. We get, again, And uh, hopefully that we, and I believe that every, any moment we will see Geula Shlema if it's Am Israel and we'll be with Maser, Besorot Avot. Amen. And I would say thank you to all the people that listen to us. Everybody that are running the, I would say, the show. And please, uh, If you have, if you have something to in mind, contact us 347-927-8397, 347-927-8398. Just text us, we'll call you back if you want to participate in Ma'ot Khitin. If, uh, for Pesach, Kamchat Pesach, just giving us a call, uh, text us, uh, we have, I want to, to say thanks to the Met Counseling, to David and Pinchas and Sarah and, uh, Ellison and all the, the team of Met Counseling to the, To the people in, uh, the sh- Milbes in Shuk is, uh, uh Shai and, uh, Shlo- um, Shimon and Leo and Nuri and other, the, and show and Nash Express and Olive Tree. Basically all the, the people that helping and the people that donate the halot, that every week the halot, the oral also vegetables, Moshe and Eliyahu, Atzlacha, Bracha, Atzlacha. The people that, uh, will um, donate the meat. And stuff like this. If you want to do something, uh, you can join us, you can do it. If you want to donate to the J Root Radio, you can do again, text us. Text 347-927-8398, 347-927-8398. I want to thanks all the drivers that prepare. I want to thanks to the people that prepare the food, uh, in the, in the, the show. If it's Michael and his wife, uh, Rachel and, uh, we have, uh, Yariv and his wife Varied and we have Sarah and Yaakov and Aaron Deer and Itzi and Osher and Gili. Wow, a long list. I hope I didn't forget. If I forgot, I'm sorry. And uh, I want to basically thanks to my wife and to my children and my grandchildren. And above all, I want to thanks to the Kadosh Baruch Hu. And I would say that uh, we will just uh, wrap up this with again with the song that we opened the, the show, Kama Tov Hashem, our good HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and thank you very much.
יש עניין שהתהפך, הכל לתודה. מצווה גדולה להיות בשמחת תמיד. יש עניין שהתהפך, הכל לתודה. מצווה גדולה להיות בשמחת תמיד. אם אתה מאמין שיכולים לקלקל, תשמע את הזיס, תפסיק להתבגל. אתה מאמין שיכולים לקלקל, תגיד תודה והכל יתעצבן. איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב, איזה טוב, איזה טוב השם. כמה טוב השם, כמה טוב השם, כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך. על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו, תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך. על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו, איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם. כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם. כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך. על כל תודה שאני זוכה לומר לך, תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך. על כל תודה שאני זוכה לומר לך. אהההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה